Now we have Heda from the Women's Rights Network. Oh yes, my surname is Benning, B-I-N-N-I-N-G. You can use that to find me on Twitter. But I thought I'd made it when I saw myself in the programme as just Heather. <laughs> when you're known by just one name. Anyways, uh, here I am. Isn't it, isn't it terrible? So many um, bad things have to happen before good things happen. Court cases, discrimination, but you know each one of them happens, and we get a we get a step forward. So it's all strength to it. it's going to be a good outcome for us all. That happens for you. Um, interestingly, some of you may have witnessed I had a little tumble before I, as I was approaching the building this morning, rather inelegantly fell flat on my face. <laughs> so a number of women came and and uh, you know came around me and said. Let me help you out, let me get you up. And I thought, my size takes more than two or three women. What I need is a couple of men. And just at that point, a couple of men arrived um, to help me out. Now, I didn't ask them if they identified as male. <laughs> Maybe I should have. But I identified them as male. And very gratefully took their assistant to help, assistance to help me up on my feet. So it's just kind of, you know, who owns identification? Who owns pronouns? The pronoun, I think I own the pronouns that I used to talk about somebody else. You can own your name, as I own mine, Heather Penning, just to repeat it, in case you missed it. Uh, anyway, I run, uh, I founded the Women's Rights Network, and the, the, uh, I think the head, not the headline on this, but the sort of general um, dealing is what is to be done. I've got thousands of ideas, <laughs> as we all have. Most importantly, we have to fight together, but we have to fight in a number of different ways. And it is a fight because this, what we're fighting, didn't suddenly appear overnight. It was a long, slow process that gradually snuck in until you know, gradually more and more people woke up to what's happening, and that's still happening. People are still waking up to what's happening. So, it's not going to be over overnight. It's not going to change next week. But with every good step from Fair Play for Women and all the success in sports, recent successes in sports, that's another step forward. There's so many different battlefronts, Arts Council, schools, and it takes a number of different strategies. No one strategy, no one attack, no one project is going to change it. It's a whole variety and range of things. So linking back to what somebody said, sorry, I can't remember who it was said earlier, we can't fight, we mustn't. We mustn't fight amongst ourselves. We must recognize that different strategies have their place in this fight. It's not just one battlefront. That off my chest. <laughs> and before I talk, what, 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 what I think we should do now, and what are we going to do? Um, we are, the Women's Rights Network is 20 months old. We've now got around about 2,000 members across all countries that make up the United Kingdom. We've got about 65 geographical groups that allows women to meet locally and tackle. It might just be a colourful road crossing 
or something the council is doing. Any range of activism from signing forms and contributing to crowdfunders to getting out in the streets and talking to local public about what's happening in that area and taking part in wider national campaigns that we organise like Respect My Sex, which we did with Sex Matters and Women Uniting last year. Some of you might remember. So that's about 65 local groups. We've got about a dozen special interest groups. Groups for sports, education, police. Uh, we've also got support research groups, research academics. Um, we've got a group of legal people. These are all members of the network. Everybody has a home and a community that they're fighting this against their local communities. But they've also got expertise that they bring together in groups and decide, okay, this is what we could do to tackle schools. This is what we could do to tackle hospitals. We've just done a big project with um, freedom of information requests of the police about rapes and sexual assaults in hospitals. Joe Phoenix is writing that report for us now, but you will sit down when you read the numbers. It's horrifying. So we've got a whole range of things going on depending on the desires and needs or special focus of the women involved. The sports group, we work with other groups, we work with Fair Play for Women. Some you know, cross-membership, we make sure we're not doing anything that's... We try and make sure we're not doing anything that's stepping on anybody else's toes and we augment the efforts of others. So today I'm happy to announce that we have got Women's Rights Network Australia launching. At WRN Australia, if you're on Twitch and you follow them. We've also got WRN Canada launching today. Again, it's not happened overnight. We've been talking to people for a while, talking to women for a while about this. Um, but they've got a different fight on their hands, as every country is very different. They've already got self-ID embedded. Um, and so they're fighting to push back. We're fighting to hold it back, as it were. Uh, so that's, that's really good news. Um, and spread that if you've got any friends and relatives in those countries. Share that. Uh, I bang on about political parties quite a lot because that's one of the fundamentals of where we can make a difference. Individuals can make a difference. I urge everybody to join a political party and hold your nose. But join a political party that is nearest to how you feel about other things. Hold your nose in some of it. You're going to have to. But political parties won't change if we don't get the membership inside influencing them. We submitted uh, a, a, a document to the um, Labour's manifesto consultation. Um, but it, it really makes a difference when there's people joining up and insight. And in each, every single political party, there are groups of men and women that are fighting this. You, you know, it's very slow progress in some cases. And in some cases, it looks like no progress whatsoever. But they're there and they're working at it rather than packing up and leaving. So I'm a great one for staying at the table, getting a change, rather than walking out and slamming the door behind you. That doesn't change anything. So urge you, if you're not, join a political party, influence that. 
be a, be a school governor. Get on the school governor's board. You can do that. You can apply through your local. You don't have to have kids at school. You don't have to be a teacher or an ex-teacher. This is really the Denton's playbook in reverse, but we've got to look at how all this stuff has infiltrated every aspect of our daily life. I'm just going to mention the, the bonds, the KLPA, and recent success that was there. We've, there are a number of very nice women that are now members of the Kenwood Ladies Pond Association. <laughs> or even on the committee. Yeah. <laughs> or even on the committee. <laughs> so I thought, well, Fawcett Society haven't been doing very well lately. <laughs> so I've joined the Fawcett Society now. <laughs> 12 pounds a year. And a number of my friends have joined the Fawcett Society. So if anybody else wants to join the Fawcett Society, then maybe we could make them work better for, their, for, for what they do, their efforts. Again, it's not going to happen overnight, but we've got to get there and do it. Uh, now, one of the main reasons I think that I'm invited along, we've got a lovely space, thank you very much for allowing me here to talk to you today is um, because we have been talking to a range of organisations in different countries. Spain as well, included. Germany. Sorry, I can't remember. not going to read off the whole list. But there's a number of uh, organisations we've been talking to. And the demand from them was that they wanted a day of protest for women. Not International Women's Day, but they wanted to organise a separate day of protest coordinated across the globe. And would, could we help them? do something. So um, we are not going to have a day of protest. We are going to have a Global Women's Day. And what we're encouraging everybody to do across the globe is, you know, be as active as you want, but we'd rather not encourage women to put themselves at risk of, you know, arrest or fines or um, anger. So even if it's just taking a photograph, having a sign and taking a photograph in front of, for instance, Sydney Harbour Bridge, I mean, some, it can, if something can be identified, we get it posted online with the right tweets and hashtags, which have all been worked out and calculated, and we'll do a mass. This is Global Women's Day. You can keep your International Women's Day. This is us. This is who we are. So that's going to be, the date's changed a few times. The latest date is looking like 8th or 9th of July. It's not May 20th, 28th anymore? It's not May 28th anymore. So when is it? 8th or 9th of July. 9th. Well, the weekend of the 8th, 9th of July. Yeah. Yes, it's changed quite it's changed a fair bit. For, there's a number of good reasons for that. So if you want to get involved, if you're in the UK and you want to get involved, join the Women's Rights Network because we'll be pushing the information out through there. We're not going to go big on Twitter and put it out in the public domain. It's all going to be through networks. Information about it happening is going to be delivered. If you know people abroad or groups abroad, get in touch with me, Heather, my own, just, just the Heather, <laughs> at womensrights.network, and I'll put them in touch with the group that's organising it. And we've got a logo in the very nearly finished in the back, in our back pockets. So eighth and ninth of July, get that in your diaries. Start thinking now. Uh, and and I think that's just about it. Thank you very much. Thank you.